welcome to issue 91 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. Hi, I'm one of your hosts, Mike, and joining me tonight is Steve. Hello, Mike. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you, Steve? I'm doing good as well. Good good to hear. Good to hear. Yeah. And, uh, of course, joined by Daniel. Hey, Daniel. Hi. How are you, Mike? Mike. Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? Come here. Come over here quick. What's up? What's up? I, every once in a while, like, Steve screws up, and I think he did last week. What? No, I don't think he read this. Nebula's card right. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on. Let me, let me have a look at this. It, huh? It's like, oh. Mike, I think Nebula, like you were saying, Nebula's more awesome than we actually advertised. I think he's been cheating this whole time. I think so. Do you remember what he said about Nebula 2 and 3? Yeah, so he was saying Nebula's version 1 is the first technique attachment revealed each round gains surge. And, he and then he said that they all did, right? They all did. But no. that's not quite right. What is it? What does it really say? The first technique attachment each player reveals each round gains surge. Oh That's on version God. two and three. Isn't that awesome? That is so good. Oh, and thanks, Kennedy Hawk, for pointing that out. Oh, shh, here he comes. Hey, what's going on here? Hey, Nothing. hey. Hey, we got a my, show. Uh, my spider sense was tangling. Oh, there's <laughs> nothing to see here, Steve. Oh. All right. Well, back to it then. We got work right. to do. Yeah. Dude, dude, I have been waiting like this week that I've been waiting has been so full of anticipation for this for this issue. Oh, I know. I know. I could um, bear I mean, going a week has been hard for me, not gonna lie. I'm sure it has. Um, did you do your homework yet? Did you play Nebula? You know what's funny? Um no. No. Oh <laughs> what's funny about that? <laughs> <laughs> I can't, you guys, I can't do it because I'm I need to play it blind with Becky and Andy, and we haven't been able to get together for a couple of months. Wow. Um, We're going to need to talk to Becky and Andy. You Becky know, and Andy, if you're yeah. listening. Why do you not listen? like playing fun villains? Yeah. Well, it might be just not wanting to hang out with me. I, I, I doubt it. Like, they they might have gone through the campaign a number of times on their own. I can, see that. I can see that. But I'm just waiting for that call. <laughs> you know? I'm just waiting You've for got that a call. secret layer. Oh, so. Well, tonight. We have Nebula Part 2, and we're going to make Steve talk again, because that's just how our planning worked itself out, didn't it? Well, and he's so good at story time, Mike. He is. He is. I get to kick really back is. with a drink, my furs in our secret lair, and uh, I guess we're going to hear about some powers and abilities of uh, perhaps the best villain in the galaxy's most wanted. Perhaps. Perhaps. Yeah. Maybe even in the game. Maybe. We'll have to see when they're all judged against each other. Against, what am I going to say? Against your uh, notorious grading system. Yeah. <laughs> More infamous than notorious, I think. But that's neither here nor there. Take it away, Steve. All right, so what we're going to talk about tonight is short, because we're going to look at all the encounter cards. We're going to talk about some abilities and powers that Nebula has in the comics. I'm just going to dive right in here. At one point, Nebula is rendered comatose by her traumatic past which we discussed last week. 
She has a very traumatic past. And this character, Dr. Mandibus, performs some... (laughs) (laughs) Performs some neurobiological reconstructive (laughs) surgery on her without her consent. You think someone... You think someone maybe said, what's this character's name? And the guy said, uh, uh, uh. Saw the newspaper headline, Man Hit by Bus, and said, Mandibus. <laughs> I'm sorry, Steve. I can't imagine this was the tone you were going for at the very beginning. I love it. I, ru- I ruined it. Keep going. I'm sorry. I love it. Okay, so this Dr. Mandibus, he just performs a bunch of surgery on her and adds a bunch of bio- bionic implants uh, while he's at it, right? It's not like she asked him to do this stuff. He just does it. So she has a whole bunch of cybernetic enhancements. Great uh, doctor. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, funny. Her, her entire left arm is just robotic, okay? Which gives her, like, an augmented strength. Uh, according to some of the Marvel pages, that means she can lift, like, 60 tons. Okay. That's a lot. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. It, it also has a powerful energy caster with like a projection device out of the palm, sort of like an Iron Man repulsor beam sort of thing. I don't know what, I, I don't know if I've ever seen that in use, but that's according to uh, my research. So, okay. So the 60 tons, the strength thing, her Marvel power grid rating is a four. They have this whole like her what? scale. Yeah, <laughs> grid rating. They have a scale. You can look at their stats. So you can compare villains and heroes and characters together you know oh are you a one or a five are you a super genius do you have a what, what's your power rating on these different things the four puts her at the 50 to 75 ton rating that puts her <laughs> with the with the likes of Ares, the god of war black bolt rhino rhino yeah the yeah he he can smash up 50 tons the hulk the gray version of the hulk that gives her the same strength as Captain Marvel, the, the Carol Danvers version. She's as strong as Odin, Ronan the Accuser, and of course, and of course, Tiger Shark. So, well, obviously. Wow. Yeah. Yes. So her power level, like once she has all these enhancements from this Dr. Manibus, puts her at quite a level. Now that doesn't translate to the silver screen. She's, a, you know, very different. Uh, in abilities and powers there. And when they reimagine her comics, maybe later, I don't know. Mike's going to let us know some of her later stories. Um, so I, I can't speak to that. Well, it, it sounds like we have an answer to the question last week, which was, does Thanos build her piece by piece, tragically, in the comics? And so far, it seems no, right? She gets her, her bionic implants through this this funny doctor. and Yeah, and I don't know if he's working for Thanos. I don't know. Part of me really likes the story. Yeah. Uh, she also has a bionic eye. So, you know, it can do bionic eye type stuff. One of the traumatic things she's been through was this petrifying imprisonment trial by the Witches of Infinity. And she came out the other end of that with the ability to basically live in deep space without needing a spacesuit. And it gave her some other, like, godlike qualities similar to Thanos, similar to Dear Old Dad. Wow. Yeah. Where are the Witches of Infinity? Are they the God Quarry? They, from what I could tell, it was a separate tale from the God Quarry. So she is in the God Quarry for a while where she's tortured there. And that provides her with a considerable augmented constitution. Right? And that shows off her ability to battle, like, to, to take a punch uh, against various godlike entities with ease, like the Asgardians of the Galaxy. Of course. Now, that yeah. time she spent in the God Quarry being tortured by illusion, illusions, 
allows her now to sort of see through various illusions. She has like an uncanny awareness to know when she's being tricked most of the time. Right? She's been so uh, inundated with it, she can like sense it now. Right. It's not Doesn't perfect. She just assume that's a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> Maybe based on your last week's story. Yeah. Well, I can see through being duped because I'm always duped. Right. But her <laughs> one time it doesn't work. She gets duped by thinking she's having this positive interaction with Gamora, hoping her sister will still be nice to her. And the whole thing is like a, a big farce. And, you know, that just hurts her even more. So the one time she doesn't see through the illusions, you know, because she still had a little glimmer of hope that Gamora was being nice to her. But nope, it was all just a bunch of illusions. Having two daughters, I can say nothing can hurt. Nothing hurts worse than like something your sister can do, you know? Jeez. I mean, you got to you could see Thanos's plan, though. I mean, put his daughters through progressively more horrible situations in the hopes that they'll just come out stronger. And in a weird way, it worked. I mean, she came out kind of damaged. <laughs> yeah, she definitely has gone through the whole like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger sort of thing. Uh, and she's very strong. <laughs> well, what doesn't give what doesn't kill you gives you cybernetic implants. Right. If I had the right doctor. If you had the right doctor, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she's also skilled in military strategy, space warfare. She has leadership skills, astro navigation, the use of high-tech equipment, weapons, hand-to-hand fighting. She has some little wrist-mounted blasters at one point. Um, so all that, you know, standard sort of she's good in combat kind of thing. And she is stated to have a universal threat level by the Nova Corps. That puts her on the threat level with characters like Thanos and Galen, otherwise known as Galactus, Death, Annihilus, and a bunch of other characters who have names that just mean terrible things. So. <laughs> I'm as strong as Death. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Cool. I mean, the Nova Corps are like the red shirts. They just they exist to die. So really, everything's a universal threat to them. Yeah, they're like your, your <laughs> space beat cop. Yeah, they're they're quite expendable. But that's, you know, after however many years, 60 years of uh, comic book lore, she has quite a bit of abilities. Now, how many of them have made it into current stories? I don't know. But right, that was so. And my question last week was, was do these abilities, are they captured well in the game? Well, let's find out. Let's totally find out. Steve, how many cards are we talking about tonight? All right, we're going to look at the remaining 16 cards in the encounter set, nine by title. Okay. Wow. I'm excited for this. These are these are new cards for you, aren't they? These are new cards for me. But now it means I won't be flying blind into our campaign. That's right. You'll get every trigger. Oh, no. Good, because I hope you do. You need to, to experience this. We should start by reminding our listeners what techniques do. These are attachments that come off the deck, and we know from last week that the first technique that uh, you draw every turn surges they attach to nebula and they are like delayed events and that they don't actually trigger until a game effect tells her to trigger her special abilities but they also have a passive bonus that they give so who wants to start well i think daniel should start. okay i i agree i mean i've often been told i have cutthroat ambition so you have two um, of them actually i have two cutthroat ambitions like we're both in trouble Yes. Yes. All right. This is an attachment. 
a technique traded attached to Nebula. Nebula cannot take more than five damage from a single attack. Special, place one threat on the main scheme. And she has a special boost icon. It is, after this activation ends, attach this card to Nebula and resolve its special ability. Uh-huh. Well, that's neat. So no matter how... is this, I imagine this is going to be true for all of these, right? Yep. Um, no matter how these techniques show up, they're going on Nebula. That's correct. That is correct. And note that it's not the techniques that say discard them. It's the ability on Nebula. Correct. So when that boost effect happens and it resolves its special ability, it's still there. It's still attached to her. It's going to happen again. Yeah, the key here is the technique from the boost is attached at the end of the activation. So after she's cleared any of attachments that she might already have, right? Like if there's right. three techniques on her, then she uses them all. You know, this is a boost. This comes out after. So it doesn't go away the round it comes up. Right. But it also triggers twice because it triggers now and next turn. So the special only goes off, right? When it's a boost card. Uh, no, there's two ways a special can go off. One mm. is when she activates. So it's right before you... I have to remember the, the timing on this, if it's before you even give her a, a boost card or not. But they go off first. Yeah, what happens is... So Nebula's card herself is a forced interrupt when she initiates an activation. Oh, I see it. Resolve the yep. special. Boom. So that's like the very first thing that happens. Yep. Okay. So when this comes out... As a boost card, you attach this to her, resolve the special ability, placing one threat on the main scheme, and then it stays there because it's only the action, yep. the interrupt on Nebula that says, when you're complete, then you discard these attachments from play. It's vicious. It's great. And this one could stay on her for a whole long, a long time if you're playing expert. So It can and will. Oof. So not just the special, but she can't take more than five damage from a single attack, which shows that enhanced constitution that she has so she can take a punch you swing Beautiful. web kick into her you giant stomp into her whatever it is you're you're reducing the damage so that's great love it well let's hear the next one and then maybe after the all the techniques are done we can come back and talk more about them sounds good i don't know i don't know i'm letting you guys say when when people are talking about cards now <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about evasive maneuvering. This is a technique attached to Nebula. Nebula gains Stalwart, which as a reminder means she cannot be stunned or confused. Special, you are stunned. If you are already stunned, give Nebula one face-down boost card. And the special boost ability, after this activation ends, attach this card to Nebula and resolve its special ability. Oof. One copy of this in the deck. That's pretty good. Yeah, you're getting stunned or giving her a boost card. And Stalwart, right? And when a character that is Stunned or Confused gains Stalwart, the Stunned or Confused is cleared. So, yep. Yeah. Great card. Great Oof. card. All right, Steve. All right. Unyielding Persistence. Attach to Nebula. Nebula gains Stalwart. Special, give Nebula a tough status card. If Nebula already has a tough status card, give Nebula one face-down boost card, and it has the same boost ability where it's going to attach to her and activate its special. So she's stalwart and tough. Wow. All right. And the final technique is weapon mastery. Final technique. You wish. (laughs) You wish. Oh, Jesus, not even. (laughs) The next technique, and there's two of these, is weapon mastery. 
Uh, Tash Nebula, she gains Retaliate 1. And the special on this one is Take 1 Damage. Simple but effective. Oof. And the same special boost. Yeah. Yeah, the rough one on this is with the if this is attached to Nebula, she activates against you, triggers the special, clears your tough status card on your hero, and then hits you with a regular attack. Right? Like the timing is that one damage gets goes off first. So yeah, it, it can just ping away your tough status that you might have as that a hero. Is the villain equivalent of Squirrel Girl. Plus retaliate, so when you're attacking her. All right, the final technique. Two copies of Wide Stance. This is uh, Larry, Larry Craig's favorite card. Technique attached to Nebula. Reduce the amount of damage Nebula takes from each attack by one. Special, discard one card at random from oh. your hand. Steve, you know this card well. <laughs> yes. Our first game against Nebula. You got every single copy of this on you, and it just kept coming up, kept coming up, and it kept avoiding me. And you would get it on your turn to attach it to her, and then you draw a card that makes her immediately resolve the specials. You just kept getting hit with this thing. Oh. Yeah, not my favorite card. I mean, it's great. It is a great card for Nebula. Yeah. 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 What's the theme on the wide stance making you discard a card? Someone sell me on this card. It's reducing your options, right? In case you wanted to run around her? I don't know, or run into her or something. She's ready for whatever you're going to do. Now, keep in mind that discard one card at random is a wonderful ability because it's a random card from your hand. So remember Nebula's ship and what it does and how you have to save resources every round to decrease those evasion. Oh, counters. good point. This card is chef's kiss beautiful in this deck. So in her deck, all told are eight total techniques, right? Eight techniques. All right. So they're they're coming out. Oh yeah, they're and there's always going to be two around, right? Like yeah, I mean that's honest. half her deck is techniques. Sure, sure. Uh, before you add a modular set, so so let's say you're playing the uh, experts. You're playing the level three nebula, and all five of these techniques are out. What is the one that you get rid of first? Uh, wide stance. Yeah. I mean, if Ace of Maneuvering, she's stunning you every single round. Oh, yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> because because not only can you not attack because of the stun, but you're do, your attacks are doing one less damage, and you can't do more than five from a single attack, and she's getting tough, and she's putting yeah. threat out and dealing damage. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think the answer <laughs> might be to cheat it. <laughs> if you're a cheaty hero... You get rid of unyielding persistence first so that you can stun her and then find some other way to discard these. You can't stun her because she'll still have evasive maneuvering. Oh my gosh, they're both stalled. They both give her stalwart. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the weakest one here is weapon mastery. And I mean, but saying it's the weakest, it's it's still brutal. Yeah. It's brutal, but it's like you you can deal with it. Right. It's just damage. It's it's sort of a one trick pony. It's not great. But of these five things, I think it does the least to your options, you know? But, oh my god. Evasive maneuvering is so bad, and I think wide stance is terrible if you're a hero. But Well, wide stance, coupled with the quick-striking pirates that are in there that are making you, you know, and Bonnie there is making you remove a card from your hand from the game as well. Yep. So, you know, if, 
she's out there. A couple cards out of your hand. You're trying to keep the evasion counters yeah. down. It's yeah. You will have nothing. To, you you can conceivably have nothing to do every turn. Now there are other cards in the deck, so you will draw other things. Sure. Should we see what those other things are? I think perhaps Steve should tell us. I think that was a beautiful segue. We all know that Nebula has some lethal intent. Lots of it. And that is a side scheme with two threat per player, three boost icons. When revealed, discard cards from the top of the encounter deck until a technique attachment is discarded. Reveal that card. It's a hazard, and there's two of them. (laughs) (laughs) So... Maybe you haven't drawn into the techniques. Well, here's two more cards that are going to draw you into the techniques and then a hazard. So you're going to draw into more techniques. Oh, great. Uh Yeah. And how many boost icons, Steve? Three. Three boost icons. Wow. So you don't want it out because it's a hazard, but you don't want it in the deck because as a boost, it's three. Or as an encounter card, it's a technique. (laughs) So it hits you on all fronts. So... I'm looking at the art. It's very interesting. Like, it's the only one with her cyber eyeball, isn't it? Yeah, it's very obvious. Um, Like, Cutthroat Ambition, she has this thing around her eye, this metal piece around her eye that is supposed to represent her cyber eye. But it still looks like an eye. Yeah. This one definitely is the eyeball. This one definitely looks... Yeah. Yeah. I think some of this art is taken from different generations. Like, we're going to talk about Ruthless later. I think that's from an older comic. Okay. uh, that might be from that uh, that one you were talking about, Steve, with Hubaris. Like from when it was a flashback from when oh. Gamora was younger. Yep. So when we talk about that card, I mean that she doesn't have the eyeball in that picture, but that's supposed to be a long time ago. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it's all over. And like Weapon Mastery has art credit, so that's a new piece. All right. Well, let's roll into the next one, Daniel. That's good, Steve. All right. <laughs> this is a treachery called Barrel Roll. It has Insight One. And Surge, when revealed, place one evasion counter on Nebula's ship. It has one boost icon and a special boost, which is place one evasion counter on Nebula's ship. Oof. There you have it. There you have it. And, and Insight. Two of them. Two of them. Insight, one. There's a fair bit of Surge in this. Remember, the first treachery always surges. Sorry, the first technique always surges. And the barrel roll does. You're going to see this a lot. And the side schemes go fetch another card. A technique, so right, pulling them which out of reveals the it and surges it, right? If it's the first one, yeah, yeah. So barrel roll is just pushing her threat win condition that much faster. Yeah, it's the necessary card. It's the one that prevents you from mathing out the scenario. Yeah, good point. Really good point. Yeah, it doesn't play into her technique side of the scenario. It plays into her ship side of the scenario because you kind of have two things going on: her techniques and her ship. So. Right. Man, this Pirates and the Badoon Headhunter set, that'd be a lot of fun. Well, you're going to play that with uh, Becky and Andy. Yeah. Some of, the Bidoon, Andy, right? some of the Badoon Headhunter set anyway, right? Yeah. 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 Well, who's next? There's another beautiful card here. This one is Combat Ready Treachery. There's two of these. When revealed, discard cards from the top of the encounter deck until a technique attachment is discarded. Reveal that card. Then resolve its special ability. And it has two boost icons. Guess what? You're stunned. Guess what? You lost the card. But <laughs> yeah. it doesn't It doesn't uh, attach it. Oh, yes, because you reveal that card. And that card says... Oh, my God. Nebula. I just thought it was like... Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 
So you'll get hit with it again next turn. All right. Hundreds of thousands. Of, all right. There's two or three techniques every round, isn't there? That could be. Yeah. I mean, you're up to 12 <laughs> of these cards are basically techniques. So. Wow. Yeah, this deck is uh, it's ruthless, just like Very. our last card. Wow. Ruthless is a treachery. There are two of them. When revealed in Alter Ego, Nebula schemes. A threat is placed on this by this activation. Place one evasion counter on Nebula's ship. When revealed hero, Nebula attacks you. If damage is dealt by this activation, place one evasion counter on Nebula's ship. And there's two boost icons. So unless you're doing something really crazy, this is triggering. Yep. Maybe not an alter ego if she's confused, but it's by this stage of the game, she's probably already attacked, therefore you're exhausted. And she's probably already stalwart, so she's not confused. All right. So that's four cards in this deck that add evasion counters. Yeah, and the fact that she's triggering or activating means she's going to trigger all the techniques she has against you. That's right. All the ones you thought you had a whole turn to prepare for. And you're getting evasion counters. So, I mean, the only way to prevent the damage is, you know, uh, tough. Oh, and the only way maybe to prevent the threat is if you had, um, like, countermeasures or the ones where you can, like, prevent threat from being added. But there's not a lot of those. Nope, not at all. Mm. Even tough, like, if you pull Weapon Mastery, it's gone. You right. can't rely on anything. She's She's got that wide stance, right? She's, <laughs> she's watching to see what you do. Yeah, she has an answer for everything. I mean... Uh, people, you know, say she is difficult, and rightly so. But it seems like fun difficult. I think it's fun difficult. This is my favorite villain in the box. Yeah, I don't mind losing to it. It can be a little swingy, because you can go a game where you've only gotten one technique, maybe. You know, you've you've managed to draw those other modular cards, or standard cards, or whatever. Um, and then you can have other games where she's just got five techniques on her, and you're like, yeah, okay, what do I do now? Um, so it can be a little swingy like that, but it's definitely enjoyable when it's just sort of doing its thing and it's not overwhelming you, but it's a real challenge. Um, I like playing against Nebula. Awesome. Okay, so that's part one, part two. We've got a part three coming up eventually next week. Stay tuned, folks. But you have anything else you want to say about Nebula? A plus. I can't wait to report back. <laughs> I'll be eagerly waiting. Yes, me too. At this point, I'm going to give it an A minus, though, Mike. Do you want to know why? It's a bit samey, and I know it's supposed to be, and it's supposed to be filled out with other cards from modular sets and all that kind of stuff to make it less like that. But, but, but you know what I mean? Like, my answer is you'll see when you play her. Right? She's got she spread herself in two different directions, so each of those directions has to be pretty tight. Sure. I mean, I get what you're saying. It's it's a lot of technique or evasion counters, and that's what you're dealing with. Right. Yeah. Yep. Which makes sense. I mean, it's 22 cards or whatever. You can't do so much, but I don't know. They're like really leaning on the technique thing, which I guess that's who she is. That's what makes her. Yeah. And you had asked if her abilities and powers like matched up with the cards. And I think they do a pretty good job. I mean, she's supposed to be a powerhouse, and here she is yeah. a powerhouse. Yeah. Um, Based on your story today, I think I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. They did a great job with her. Well done. All right, let's talk about the secret layer. Hey, folks, I know you're all itching to get some bionic implants, but don't go rushing to the hospital all at once. There's still a pandemic going on. But hey, if you do wake up with something, I want to hear about it. Let us know. <laughs> you can email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook. 
And you can find us on YouTube by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Vardane, Big Fum Loaf, and Wandering Took. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Nebula, take us out. You disgust me, but that doesn't mean you're useless. It's like every time I kick back in my chair, something happens, and I don't know why. Yeah, don't kick back in your chair anymore. Yeah, you're not supposed to be comfortable in this mic. No. Edge of your seat. Like and all why our do listeners. We buy these lazy, lazy <laughs> like boys. All, the lair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy you a crate that you have to sit on from now on. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't kill me. It'll just make my ass stronger. There you go. <laughs> Until okay. Dr. Mandibus replaces it. <laughs> I, he's out of network, though, so you can't use him. Yeah. I wonder if Steve's going to keep this in. I hope so. <laughs> maybe at the end. Like, <laughs> after. Post-credit scene, maybe. Post-credit Putting her, like, on the same wanted list as Fallon and... Fallon? That dwarf that deals one damage? No, you no. didn't say Fallon. <laughs> uh, Gallon? Fallon. Thanos I think you're, and Gallon. You're conflating Thanos and Gallon. Gallon.